it's just important to understand, emotionally, yeah, it feels good to make progress. But logically, is it actually progress? Unfortunately, you're not going to change the world trend hopping. You can make progress that way, but it's at the expense of the main thing. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode about snapping turtles, sharks, and planes. How many, it was episode number 1,232. How many of your, it should have been, how many of your fears are a lie? Stop it interrupting me <laughs> today for episode number 1233 the illusion of progress and how it's holding you back so as you know <clears throat> this is our seventh episode we've recorded today back to back to back and we're, we get a little kevin's reached his threshold for a number of interruptions no 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 you know i'm kidding i do the reason i wanted to do this episode is because i have worked with many clients in the past who so I do bi-weekly coaching. Alan does mostly bi-weekly, occasionally weekly, occasionally monthly. And every other week I would talk to certain clients. I'd say, hey, what's going on? And they'd be like, oh, you never believe it. I have so much brewing behind the scenes. It's just, it's about to explode. Are we ready? Like, are we ready for this? Like, are we ready for all this that's about to happen? And I'm, yeah, of course. Yeah, we're ready. All right, cool. Let's see what happens. Two weeks from that date. Hey, what's going on? Oh, you'll never believe it. I've met all these people. I have all these connections. Such a great business idea. It's about to happen. And it would literally be six months, eight months, 10 months, a year where nothing would ever happen. And I, I would think to myself, okay, is, and this was really my thought process, is every single one of these things falling through or were most of these never actually progress in the first place? And I think for many of us, the illusion of progress is holding us back because it stops us from taking different and or the right action. Uh, with this, with one person in particular I can think of, it's always like a new, it's kind of like a shiny object. It's like a new shiny object, a new shiny object, a new shiny object. I said this the other day on a podcast. I said a lot of people are, they're so focused, and Alan, Alan originally said this, so this isn't mine a lot of people are focused on finding like the new wave. Like what's the next wave I can jump on and ride? So for a, a long time, there was uh, clubhouse. I don't even know if that, that app is still in existence. If you jumped on an app like that, could you get some traction? Could it help your business? Sure. I know a lot of people that did, but we already had an app. We're on the podcast app. That's our thing. We're a podcasters. We're growing our podcast. A lot of people think that Spending time somewhere else is actually progress where in reality, it might be the illusion of progress. And if you, it's also that other interesting thing where if you're not, we touched on this earlier this week, if you don't do something for very long, it's almost like the illusion of non-progress. But there's also the opposite where if you're only dabbling over and over and over and over and over again, and all I mean by dabbling is you're just kind of dipping your toe, 
you're, you might feel like you're making progress because you're doing a bunch of things, but in reality, there's not a lot happening when it comes to real life. So that's what I wanted to, to chat about in this episode, because I think a lot of us, I mean, I'm guilty of this in the past too, where it's like, hey, I have this really good idea. That's potential progress, but then you don't really think about how it connects with everything else you're doing in your life. Kev, you remember, remember when you came to me, brother? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Kevin comes to me. Brother, got an awesome idea. All right, just talk to somebody. We're going to start another podcast, right? <laughs> right? No, no, we weren't starting it. He was going to start it. Okay, he was going to start it. Yeah, he was going to start yeah, it. Yeah, and you were going to help him grow it. Mm-hmm. And you were going to have guests pay you mm-hmm. to be on that show, mm-hmm. and he was going to give you a percentage of that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Kev, that is the dumbest idea. No, I'm joking. No, no, no. It wasn't the dumbest idea ever. The point is, is I, I told him this, which is what I want to tell everyone on the, the, on the podcast, anyone listening. It, as long as the, the, the trend hoppers that Kevin's referring to, that's what I call them, trend hoppers, party hoppers. There's mm. people who network their way and there's people that trend hop. And unfortunately, you're not going to change the world trend hopping. You can make progress that way, but it's at the expense of the main thing. So one of the best quotes from a book called High Performance Habits by Brennan Burchard is, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And so when Clubhouse popped off, for lack of better phrasing, everyone was telling us, you got to get on Clubhouse, you got to get on Clubhouse, you got to get on Clubhouse. And I told Kev, I said, I don't think... Clubhouse will be even be around in a couple of years. It might, and I could be wrong, but I do know for a fact that the podcast is our main thing. So let's not focus elsewhere. Let's focus on the main thing. And so this is the analogy. Emilia and I, um, I'm probably going to end up doing a lot of hiking analogies now that I'm hiking mountains. So we're going down to North Carolina to hike a mountain, and I think it's 4,200 feet or something like that. So the, the goal, the objective is to get to the summit of that mountain. And, and we've already planted our flag proverbially on the top of that mountain already in our consciousness. Okay. There's probably, I don't know, a hundred trails, maybe more. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but there's probably a hundred, maybe a thousand, maybe a million different ways you can go. There's an infinite ways you can go up this mountain. You can, you know, go up this side or that side, or you can do it this way or that way, or this trail or this trail, and then this trail, this trail, this trail. It's kind of like, the analogy is this. Kevin and I decided that we wanted to dedicate our life to bringing holistic self-improvement into the pocket of every person from anywhere on the planet completely free. That's where we planted our flag. Heart-driven, but no BS, holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. Leveling up your Life, love, health, and wealth. We planted our flag. Now, the way in which we go about that can evolve, and it can change, and it can adapt. Kind of like when you start hiking and you realize, you know what? This cliff face here is way too big, and it's too risky. Let's go around it. Kevin and I do that, but we're, we're still going to that top. Versus what other people do, I think, is they start doing something that's popular, And then they jump to the next thing that's popular and they jump to the next thing that's popular and they jump to the next thing that's popular. And some people actually do climb a mountain with that. And then the people that climb a mountain with that sometimes teach how they got to the top of the mountain, not realizing that they're the statistical anomaly. 
they're the statistical rarity. They're they're the one person that that actually worked for because they ended up finding the right trail and getting to the top. Whereas I think that for other people, there's two ways to go. There's plant your flag at the top of your own proverbial mountain and then adapt and evolve along the way until you get to the top of it. And that's technically an infinite game, okay? Or you jump from trail to trail hoping you get to the top. And I think that the trail jumpers, the trend hoppers, the shiny object syndrome, the person where it's like, ooh, just, ah, it's all happening, but it never happens. Is it possible that person does pop off? Keep trying these new hacks, tricks, whatever. Yes, it's possible. It's possible that person gets beyond where they ever thought they would. It's possible that they build a multi-million dollar organization, go viral, whatever. But what's more probable is that they end up party hopping or networking or, or trail hopping or shiny object syndroming their way to eventually not being in business or not being a podcast. Remember, 75% of podcasts are done after 21 episodes. <clears throat> and so, and that's true for most businesses too. 94% of all businesses fail within a 10-year period. So what I think is the least shiny, the least alluring, but the most powerful is the fundamentals. Because the fundamentals you can count on. Yeah, maybe you won't get to the top overnight, but you will get there eventually, even if you're crawling. And I think that's the analogy here is I care about the fundamentals more than Clubhouse. What's a fundamental? A fundamental is you create consistent, valuable content for your audience. Clubhouse isn't a fundamental. Clubhouse is an app that may or may not bring traction to your fundamental. I uh, see this pretty often. And again, I, I understand many of our audience is not podcasters, but this this is one of the best analogies I can give for this. I see this very often where, and this is it's this is this might be it in a nutshell. I'll connect with somebody behind the scenes. And there's a lot of apps, websites, trackers, whatever you want to consider them, that'll give you kind of your the percentage that your show is in in terms of success. So somebody, I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, yeah, I have a top 1% show. And I said, hey, just so you know, that doesn't matter. Like that stat is completely jeffed. Like our show is top half percent. It's, yeah, that's a measurement, but that's not real based on everything. Like we're more successful than that if you factor all things in. And again, the interesting thing is other people are less successful when you factor all things in. Here's the problem. If that changes your behavior, if that changes your expectations, if that changes your standards. I saw somebody post today and they're like, oh, I'm top 25 in whatever country in whatever category. When in reality, I know that doesn't actually mean that much. And the problem is if they take their foot off the gas, it's almost like yeah, you yep. can have too much success at the beginning. I'm, I've seen it. You and I have seen it. It happens all the time where people, it's almost like somebody will somebody will be like, they'll be local. They have a lot of friends on Facebook and they're dream chasers. And again, I don't, I don't mean anything negative about this. I just don't want this to happen to you. They start some, some dream, whatever it is. It's a business. It's whatever, whatever it may be. And they get a ton of support out of the beginning. Ton, a ton of support. 
And that support dries up pretty quickly because it's not, it's not the cool thing anymore. And you have this illusion of progress of, oh my goodness, everybody wants to support me. Everybody's going to buy what I'm doing. Everybody's going to whatever. And then that kind of dries up. And the problem is you haven't really learned to Alan's point, the fundamentals. And I see that a lot with podcasters when they say like, yeah, I, you know, I'm in the top whatever percent. I'm, I'm this, I'm in the top charts. I have X amount of downloads and it affects their, not, not ability. It affects their judgment. It affects their judgment. So that's part of it too. I think the other part of it for like, I don't know how to explain it. I have, and again, I don't mean any judgment by this, but I have people in mind where every time I connect with them, they're like, yeah, everything's awesome. And then I'll say, how's, how's the business or how are your finances or how's the podcast or how's your coaching or whatever. And they're usually like, um, everything's starting to happen with it and it, nothing ever happens. I know. And, and I don't know if I'm just, and I don't think I'm missing anything, but I think it's, I think it's the illusion of progress. I really do. And I think there's a part of us that wants to feel like we're doing good. Of course. Of course, God knows I've needed that in this journey. I've needed that so much. But it's almost like your perception can't cloud your ability to keep going. Your perception can't cloud your ability to try to learn something new. Because once it does, that's where things go off the rails. And I think there, we did the episode on Ready, Aim, Fire and ready, aim, 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 and aim, 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 and fire. So that's a good episode to go back to, to reference. But that would be my question is, it's a good question for this. What are the actual measurable things that prove to you you've made progress? Besides emotions, besides feeling better, besides feeling more aligned, those are all awesome. And I, I buy into all those and I support all those and I practice all those. But what are the measurements that actually suggest you're making progress besides the emotional level? Hey, Kevin, Kim here. Just wanted to send you a video to say thank you so much for your help on creating the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. I knew you'd be lots of great help with the technical aspects of getting the podcast going, but you went well above and beyond that. You helped me with the strategy and you gave me all kinds of really great support. You know, I think the key to success in business is a great attitude. And you have that in spades. You really walk the walk. So thanks again. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Well, Kev, you and I talked about this earlier. <clears throat> we realize, including ourselves in this, all human beings are either doing better than they think or worse than they think mm -hmm. at all times. In other words, they're either over or under in the drive to five. In the drive to five, five represents this impossible to get to Mythical. centered part where your self-worth and your self-belief are exactly identical to what they really are in reality. Whereas our perception, remember, there's a big difference between your true level of self-belief and then your perception of your self-belief compared to the statistical understanding of the, of the world. So for example, I'll give you a perfect example. In the podcast industry, Kevin and I, we share this, we grossed almost $300,000 last year. For a podcast, that is top 1% of 1% of 1%. For a business, that's not even in the top 50%. Although, for a business only five years in, now all of a sudden we're top 10% again. See how it all depends on the context? Compared yeah. to, to Amazon.com, that's a Monday. Compared to Amazon.com five years in, Actually, they 
did much better by then. But <laughs> compared to Amazon's podcast, right? Again, I don't know. In this analogy, I don't think Amazon has a podcast. But do you see how everything is entirely contextual? It's very easy to be a great... It's like if you're a football player, it's like, oh, well, I was awesome in high school. It's like, okay, now you go to college. Are you still top 1%? Because remember, college is all the top 1%. Yeah. And I have a, a team member. We have a team member who was top 1% in high schools of football. Then he went to college and he was at the bottom of those 1%. You know, and if he went to the NFL, he'd be the bottom, 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 bottom of that, right? And he might even get hurt because he wasn't ready. And so I think that, to your point, Kev, the delusion of progress, what if it's delusion just based on inaccurate thinking, similar to the way I thought I could do a marathon, you know, and I, the half marathon was way easier than I thought it would be. I wasn't, I was literally like, in hindsight, I should have been running slower. You know, Emilia has me on video, like, I'm, I think I'm going to go for this time. And I was, I was in a good mood. I was in a good place. I underestimated the sun. I underestimated hydration. I underestimated everything. And then the full marathon was way worse than I thought. Right. The half marathon was easy. I know for a fact I can do a half marathon now pretty easily. A full marathon, absolutely brutal. Two completely different games. So top 1% of podcasters in terms of revenue for a podcast, awesome. In terms of businesses, not even close. So it all. what if everyone's delusion of progress is predicated on them not understanding what real progress means in the context of other people in their industry, other people at their time perspective, right? Three years in, that's a hell of a number, Thirty years in, you're not making progress. This this is terrible, right? So it's everything's contextual. So it's so difficult. That's why I like coaching so much because you can tell people that you can say, "Listen, you're not accurate statistically. You're not statistically accurate about yourself. You're not statistically accurate about your industry. You're not statistically accurate about your business." And that's okay because I wasn't either. But once you get more statistically accurate, you can make better decisions. You and I pumped the brakes after a $47,000 a month. Yep. A little bit. We stepped off the gas a little bit. Huge mistake. That's not that well, big of a month for a business. There are certainly some not metrics, one where we're headed. Yeah, there are some metrics that are vanity. Like that's kind of what I'm saying is like, it's almost like you're, you know, you and I have known people that we know behind the scenes are making, making very little money in their business, but they're, they're doing social media content. Like they're the best business owner in the world. Again, yeah. I'm not, I don't, whatever, you do you. But the problem is, if you convince yourself that you know everything you need to know, you're not going to learn more. I know. And then you're going to end up not being in business in a couple of years or not chasing your dreams or whatever it is. That's where the humility of, like, what is the actual progress? I think that's, that's important to understand for everybody. Again, you, maybe you're not a business owner, so I understand it's not the same. But even in the beginning, when we weren't quote unquote business owners, we fell victim to this in, I'm sure, many ways. Oh, it's so much easier to get a client, except now the client stays, they only stay one week or two weeks. Like that's the illusion of progress. Something is not right. Something is not right here. So it's just important to understand emotionally, yeah, it feels good to make progress, but logically, is it actually progress? Kev, can you, I know we got to jump, but can you share, there was someone that, and we'll keep it anonymous always, because I actually am a big fan of this person in many ways. Um, but she she essentially hosted a course talking about how she got on other podcasts and made $75,000 going on other podcasts. 
and she's a coach and she charges $10,000 per client per. And she basically did a course of like how to get on other podcasts and how to get clients. That whole results not typical thing. Mm. It's, it's, and by the way, how many of those clients were actually from those other shows? You know? Probably not many. So if someone expects that progress and then tries to go on other shows thinking they're going to make $75,000, it's just not real. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very important to realize that everyone is either delusional about their progress and teaching it or they're undershooting, in which case... And we've found both. We've found on both ends. So I think that's probably the takeaway that I want to give to our listeners is, is, is this person over or under? I tend to be over, but I try really hard to stay accurate. Kevin tends to be under and he tries to stay really accurate and we flip flop. Sometimes I've been under and he's been over. You know, luckily we are here to check each other. Emilia and I do the same thing all the time. And I know you and Taryn and your relationship do all the time, like check each other's egos. And some people don't have people to check them. I mean, you and I easily could sit that person down and say, listen, that's not true. You didn't make 75 grand going on other shows. And these other people definitely aren't going to either. By the way, we've done it. We've been on 700 between the two of us. Yep. Right. But and we, we might've made that kind of money, but it's different. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the other thing is like, it wasn't in a month, maybe over the course of a year, maybe. Right. But that's but a lot that's of shows. Not, that's the fine print. I know. Right? That's I know. the fine print. So for the listeners, are you delusional about your progress or are you under and you're making more progress than you're giving yourself credit for? And just remember the the closest you can get to accurate is trying to get closer and closer and closer to five, kind of knowing you'll never get there and trying to stay as centered as you can in that. And don't be fooled by other people's delusions. I think that's something I want to add as well. Yeah. And the, it's interesting because we often talk about the other side of this, the illusion of the lack of progress. We talk about that often too. I mean, that's what we talk about mostly, but I think this is yeah. important too because if you find yourself in a season where you're over, your belief is higher than ever and your self-worth is higher than ever and you're shooting over, this might be happening to you where you think you're winning and you think all of your seeds are, are turning into plants and they're not. And I just want to make sure that doesn't happen to you because that's happened to many people. I mean, that's happened to us in, in many ways as well. So you did? 100%. Okay. Next level, Nation. We got one more episode to go after this, Alan. Mm -hmm. Eight on the day. This is episode number seven. As you know, we value community and we value bringing a safe, inclusive community. We want you to feel like you belong because at a deep level, I think Alan and I created this community because we wanted to feel like we belonged. We have an event April 1st, 2023. If you want to feel like you belong, if you want it to be not only accepted, but awesome that you're focused on growth please join us for next level live 2023 worcester massachusetts tickets are only 97 dollars. it'll be you and 49 other wonderful people everything you need to know is in the show notes below if you only ever looked at your wins you're going to have delusional self-worth and self-belief if you ignore all of your screw-ups all of your mistakes if you only look at your screw-ups and your mistakes you're going to have terrible self-esteem terrible self-belief terrible self-worth and you're not going to go anywhere so on one end you have someone only looking at the wins who is delusional and not accurate and then on the other end you have someone who's delusional who thinks they're worthless and it's not true and so i created an article it's called how to fail your way to success 
and it, it breaks it down in a step-by-step process on how to actually build self-esteem and how to build self-confidence step-by-step from the frame of like this episode of you're going to fail enough consistently to eat humble pie to make sure you're accurate in thinking and you're not delusional, but you're also going to win enough to where you actually build confidence and realize you're capable of a lot more than you thought. So whether you're on the high end of drive to five or the low end of drive to five, this article will help you center up. And so the link will be in the show notes. It's, I think I want to say it's like a 15 minute read. Maybe I think the last person who read it told me it was like 20 minutes for her, but she said she was on the slower end of reading. Um, 15, 20 minute read. I promise you, if you really study it, it will change your life forever. Uh, that's the next level blog and continue, uh, reading those. We have another article coming out in the next, it'll be within a month. Straw work. Next. You're very welcome. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number one. 1234 one two three four how do you know if you're focusing on the right things we are almost uh, yeah almost a month into <laughs> january it's hard to figure out the dates of the episodes when you're this far ahead so we're almost a month into january and a lot of us have started focusing on the wrong things or maybe we're not focusing on the right things as much so we're going to talk about that as always we love you appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.